Hello, everyone. This is Jeremy, and you're listening to Jeremy's English Tips, a series by the Culips English Podcast, where I teach you interesting expressions or share language learning tips. Thanks for clicking on Culips today. In this episode of Jeremy's English Tips, we are going to be talking about your comfort zone. Now, there is a very commonly used expression in English, and it goes to step outside of one's comfort zone. So, in real life, we say it like, hey, you need to step outside of your comfort zone. Or, It's really difficult for me to step outside of my comfort zone. So, the expression to step outside of one's comfort zone means that someone is doing something they are not yet comfortable doing. Another way of putting it is it doesn't come easily to them yet. So, your English comfort zone. Is the collection of topics that you feel comfortable talking about in English. We could also say that inside of your comfort zone, there are also the grammar points, pronunciation points, and vocabulary words that you are familiar with and feel comfortable using. So, in this episode, I would like to talk about how to step outside of your English comfort zone and improve your English. So, the first way that you can step outside of your English comfort zone is to identify the holes and fill them. In other words, figure out what topics, sentence forms, Or pronunciation points are difficult for you and fix them by exposing yourself to content that includes those things or by taking time to focus and practice those things that are difficult for you. So when I say identify the holes and fill them, what I mean is look for weak points. Where you lack the necessary information and fill those holes, quote unquote, with the necessary information. For example, for me, while I was learning Korean, there was a specific sound that was very difficult for me to pronounce. The sound was ya, ya. Perhaps it Sounds difficult to you as well. So, this is what I did. Once I had identified that this sound was causing me trouble, I asked one of my Korean friends, who was quite good at English, to help me fix my pronunciation of this sound. We sat at the table together for Maybe 10 or 15 minutes, and he explained how to pronounce the sound and listened to me while I practiced it. He gave me feedback, 
by telling me if I had gotten it right or if I was making a mistake. And within a short period of time, I was able to fill this hole, quote unquote, or resolve my issue. Another way to step outside of your English comfort zone is to practice with a language exchange partner by talking about what your weaknesses are in English and sharing how you are going to strengthen them. The first step to solving any problem is awareness. Once you have become aware of a problem, only then can you go about trying to fix that problem. And if you have this discussion with a language exchange partner, your partner can also help you going forward and can help you to identify other holes or weaknesses and fill them or strengthen them. This is why I always recommend language exchange as a part of any healthy language learning routine. Your partner is there to help you improve, and you are there to help them improve. And when everyone grows together, the whole process can be a lot more fun. Now, the last tip I have for how to step outside of your comfort zone in English is to make repetitive listening a major part of your study routine and choose your listening content wisely so as to help expand your comfort zone. For example, let's say that you have trouble talking about economics in English. Whenever the topic comes up in conversation, you struggle to find the appropriate vocabulary word and you feel like you don't sound very intelligent when talking about economics. If that is the case for you, then you should find good repetitive listening content about economics. Perhaps you could listen to an episode of an economics podcast 20 or 30 times, maybe once or twice a day for a few weeks or something like that. You could also find a YouTube video explaining some basic concepts of economics and listen to that video every day on your way to and from work or school. Through repetitively listening to the same economics-related content, you will find that you become more familiar with the vocabulary, grammar, and expressions necessary to talk about this topic. So in this way, you are strengthening your weaknesses with a repetitive listening practice. So that's all I have for you in this episode of Jeremy's English Tips. I hope you found this one helpful. And to be honest, I always hope you find these helpful. But if you have something you'd like to say or share, you can send us an email 
at contact at hulips.com to let us know. You can share this episode on social media or find us there and let us know what you think. Hulips is here to help you on your English learning journey. So thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.